0: Hello, and welcome to the Black Door Music Argument. I am Carrie.
1: And I'm Barry.
0: And today, we are talking about an album that made its way into my and DJ's engagement photos because of its importance in music history. Today, we are talking about Full Moon Fever by Tom Petty.
1: Wait, I thought it made it into your your, uh, picture because it was the only album you kind of liked that was within reach
0: well okay kind of <laughs> we took engagement photos um at our favorite record store and our photographer just kept asking us to grab albums to use like as props and dj and i kept being like no they have to be meaningful to us
1: <laughs> she kept like handing you the, the lana del rey uh lps and exactly like, no no where's the dylan no and exactly. the shop owner was like I'm proud to be the only record store that doesn't carry any any Dylan. <laughs> and you're like, Fine, um, give us some Beatles. And she's like, my Beatles records are too expensive for you to touch.
0: <laughs> Actually, fun fact, this record store um, uh, has a little sticker if the band is from Minnesota. Ooh. And uh, they did not have it by Bob Dylan until DJ complained. <laughs> And now they do.
1: (laughs) Oh, nice. I know. So you were being a little FYI there. Actually, Bob Dylan's name is Robert Zimmerman, and he lived in Himming and Duluth.
0: Well, I think, I mean, they knew. I just, I was like, I assume for a while there, I don't think Bob was too keen on remembering his childhood growing up in Minnesota. I didn't really claim it. But no. this isn't about Bob well, Dylan because, because, because... That's because oh, he, was,
1: he was Robert Zimmerman when he lived in Minnesota and then he yes. moved to New York, sucked the soul out of a dying folk singer and became <laughs> Bob Dylan.
0: That would explain his singing voice.
1: I mean, I want to know <laughs> what the actual incantation was because, you know, people say before and after this, when this happened, he was like two different people and uh right so yeah who knows jacob has got never, a decent voice i've never met bob dylan or robert zimmerman so i can't say
0: nor have i um and it but oh hold on <laughs> but barry this episode isn't about bob dylan no. in fact Sadly though tom enough, petty right though tom petty was in the band traveling wilburys with bob dylan yes and he was. other traveling wilburys members are featured on this album bob yes is they not.
1: are and <laughs> also a Beatle,
0: and also a beetle georgie
1: wait is Georgian? no um two Beatles in around this album because i thought ringo was played drums on a track
0: does he George, George was in Traveling Wilberries. Well, right, he started and, Traveling yeah. Wilberries, I believe. And then um, he does, He works, I think he's on. Yeah. I Won't Back Down? Yep. Perhaps. Roy
1: Orbison, who was in a Traveling Wilberry, was uh, yep. uh, in Zombie
0: Zoo. Mm-hmm. Um, Jeff Lynn.
1: Jeff Lynn, of course. Jeff Lynn is one yeah. of those guys where you're like, oh, the, that guy. He could show up with those dark glasses and like what is his he's always like dark glasses a corduroy jacket and jeans right is that his shtick
0: i think so and yeah a hat yeah 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 it's
1: fantastic <laughs> uh anyway we'll get a
0: uniform you don't have to make any more decisions it's great
1: but um so this album which which album was it again <laughs>
0: full moon Fever. we're talking about a full moon fever Uh, Released it on April 24th, 1989.
1: Which is interesting because I, you know, I was around, I was old enough to know when music was coming out, when this came out. But I also came from a household who listened to Tom Petty. I mean, Tom Petty uh, helped form the Heartbreakers back in 1976, I believe. And so Tom Petty had been around for a long time and all of a sudden, boom, there's new Tom Petty songs and as someone who didn't have a lot of free cash for spending on albums, I wasn't sure. Like, like, are these Tom Petty songs new, or are they from the seventies? But it never <laughs> really came up in conversation. So for quite a while, I didn't, you didn't realize. Have Google. Oh yeah, I didn't have Google. Well, not until yeah. I went to college. Um, and then, and then the other thing that was surprising, uh, because I'm a, I like Tom Petty, but I wouldn't say I'm a fan. I. I don't, I don't really own any of his music, but, you know, I'll throw on a Tom Petty album on Pandora now and then. I mean, he's great. Back in the day when music t- television was a thing, both on MTV and in DH1, I love Tom Petty's uh, videos, especially yeah. uh, uh, Last Dance with Mary Jane, which is very dark, and when you're in high school, it makes you think that you know more than you do? I don't know. Maybe not. Anyway... The point is, I didn't know what Tom Petty was new or old because I came up in a time when Tom Petty and Aerosmith were making new music, but also had old music, which doesn't make sense because the Beatles only put out music for three and a half months. Anyway, I digress. Carrie, why is this? Why is this album important?
0: Um, so I love this album for for various reasons. Um uh i so yeah i enjoy tom petty as well um i didn't really do like too much of tom petty listening until seven eight ish years ago when i was like that's when i started listening to his full albums when did you go to colorado just, like, or something his top five hits on um apple music he, yes Barry it was after let... colorado no um no i don't remember what the impetus for it was but I was like, I'm gonna listen to more Tom Petty, and that was good. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like he's one of those artists that you like you come out of the womb knowing free fallen, or at least I did. Right. Um yeah, and actually, <laughs> um in a very in a digression, um, when I was in middle school, we read the book Tom Sawyer. Um and one of our assignments was to relate a song to it, somehow. And I related Tom Sawyer to "Free Fallen by Tom Petty. <laughs> um, so you know, read that book and listen to this song sometime, and you can see what weird connections my seventh-grade brain was making. <laughs> um, and I'm pr- and I was the, and I'm pretty sure. There were kids in the class being like, who is this? And I was like, it's Thomas Petty. He's wonderful. Um Yeah. Thomas, so I Thomas mean Thomas Petty. <laughs> Thomas Petty. Um he has a song too that tells me what's his middle name? Hold on. Thomas Earl Petty. <laughs> um, so yeah, this uh, but this album, it's it's excellent. It's his um it's when he apparently the heartbreakers have healed their hearts and he has left them Um, it's his solo album and it's got some good stuff on there we have free falling like I said is the first track just you know starting with starting with excellency much um, like manic Monday and then uh, then it goes right into I won't back down and you're you know it's got a bu- It's got a bunch going on there.
1: So let's let's get into this solo album for just a bit because, mm-hmm. um, it actually has work from all the Heartbreakers, barring one, Stan yeah. Lynch.
0: Maybe they just don't like him.
1: And um, Lynch was really young when he started in the Heartbreakers in 1977. He was a drummer. And he, uh, you know, apparently Tom Petty at one point had to tell him, look, you can argue with us, but if you ever hit anybody in this band, you were out. So that mm-hmm. apparently had to happen. And then the heartbreakers kind of took a break and he said, look, I'm going to do this solo thing. And then Tom Petty basically had everybody from The Heartbreakers come do something on the album except for Stan Lynch. And after yeah. coming back, uh, I think it was something about 1994, uh, Stan Lynch was uh, was doing a, a project with them. They finished their recording. Stan packed up his gear and left. And Tom said, he left without saying goodbye. Just walked out the door, never talked to him again, and nice. a, and actually, I, I I don't know all the story. I mean, somebody who's a avid avid uh, listener uh, of Tom Petty, live avid fan who knows all the history or thinks they do, can can uh, write me that email saying "fuck you," you don't know because I don't know. But all I you know, quick internet search was could find Tom Petty saying we had our differences, but he was really he was a really hard worker. He was really talented and he was a great drummer. And he said he added, he definitely added to the heartbreakers and um, not having him there uh, was, was too bad. So, you know, sounds like there was definitely some friction, but Mm -hmm. I guess if you had a little friction and then everybody else from the band gets invited to work on the solo project, except for you, and you were off taking a break like you thought everybody else was doing you'd be like hey so hey. i mean at the same time
0: you, you kind of get that message
1: yeah tom petty said you know recording uh recording full moon fever was one of the best records he'd ever recorded he was just having fun with friends playing music mm-hmm. writing they were recording it in like a i believe it was a garage recording studio
0: i think so yeah
1: which is awesome that people with that much money just like do that you know this really shows you don't need these you know millions of dollars to record an album yes you need the know-how yes you need Mm -hmm. the right equipment but you Mm -hmm. put it together in a garage and and you can Mm -hmm. do it you know i mean i'm not saying you can do it for a couple hundred dollars but because I'm sure they had some pretty, you know, multi-track recording is not, uh, equipment is not cheap. But if you got that and you got an engineer who can do it, all the rest is making sure your instruments work and have decent microphones in front of them. So, right. to have people doing this all these recordings in a garage <laughs> is pretty cool. I mean, That is cool. You know, how many years later like 12 years after starting his band and then having a bunch of success he goes back and records an album in a garage mm-hmm. and he probably didn't care. And that's the great thing about Tom Petty that you know, he doesn't right. seem to have a huge ego. He just wants to have fun and play music. And and that's it. I don't know. That's when I when I hear about people like that in music, you really feel good about about their uh, their being in, you know, being around and you kind of like them more. Meanwhile, Stan Lynch uh, after he broke up with the Heartbreakers, went to work with uh, Don Henley.
0: Well, hey.
1: Yeah. Don Henley. Because right. he's known as a real guy. Right. Mm-hmm.
0: So when the drummer left, trivia question for you, Barry. Yeah. Circa 1994, what drummer did Tom Petty ask to join the band?
1: Oh, I don't know. Are you ready? I'm ready.
0: <laughs> for the answer? Yeah. One Mr. David Grohl. Oh, shit. Yeah. Nice. Uh,
1: Tom he was Petty called up. He was
0: probably
1: yeah, looking so for Yeah, so
0: Nirvana had ended. Uh, wait, how did we that had, end? Well, we'll, we'll uh, do an episode uh, about that there, There's there. a whole string of episodes
1: <laughs> coming up on that.
0: <laughs> on that. Um yeah so Nirvana had ended Tom Petty asked Dave to drum with him on an episode of Saturday Night Live which you can still find the footage for and then um asked him to join the band and Dave uh had to decide between being Tom Petty's drummer or starting a band called Foo Fighters yep and he decided to drum for Tom Pe- no he decided yeah. <laughs> to make Foo Fighters so
1: you know a lot of anyway. a lot of people do that i mean like stevie ray vaughn uh was uh, asked by a couple bands and one really big band to you know just hey you're, you're gonna be our lead guitarist you tour the who was it it was a uh, line i think it was Lionel richie um mm. and uh and he's like but he had this band full of friends and i think like some relatives in his band and he's like well he went on tour for a bit, but he's like, I got to get back. Those guys are, those guys are waiting for me and they don't have any money, you know? And, uh, <laughs> and also, you know, you're paying me well, but this isn't the music I want to play. So, yeah. So that's interesting. It's, yeah. It's, I think
0: that, I think that's part of Dave's thing too was, and this isn't a Dave girl podcast, although it kind of always is because I love him. Um, But he was saying like, do I, he's like, it was a, terrible like it was an awful decision to make because like do i go and drum for tom petty or do i like try this thing where i am the front man and play guitar like something i haven't done before and i think that was part of it was like i yeah it it seemed like he wanted a new challenge and i would also not be surprised if he was like after nirvana wanting to take a step back from drumming for a little bit yeah i don't know
1: well you know that's interesting to say that tom petty wanted him to be his drummer and he had that skill and he's like nope i have that skill but i'm just not going to do it i'm going to do something completely different and he also had those mm-hmm. skills he had uh, uh, enough skill to play guitar although he doesn't play a lead guitar right he plays rhythm. no yeah um because i hear I, i've i've read several uh songwriters singer songwriters they're like "Hi, well how good are you at guitar and they're like just good enough so it doesn't ruin my songwriting mm-hmm. um <laughs> so but anyway no okay tom Peck, yeah so what, what, what album what 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 album are
0: again? <laughs> what are we talking about so it's yeah what do uh, i
1: foo fighters is this the first foo fighters album
0: oh gosh oh i would love to do a deep dive on foo fighters but anyway um the thing that I love about Tom Petty and appreciate, um, which I believe we had talked about re- like just before this, unless Carson has cut it out by now. Um, but like the fact that he seems pretty laid back, he seems mm-hmm. br- like he's just having fun with his buddies and like, um, like even his like Super Bowl performance, I'm like, look at him having so much fun. Like he's <laughs> just like, yeah and i and that's like huge for me like i just like to know when uh like it you can tell when artists is having fun versus when they're like doing their job um right. and now that they can't do their job while they're having fun but yeah. i like that he is laid back that he just seems to be enjoying life and i think that that is evident in my favorite part of this album
1: which part um, is that
0: <laughs> so uh well it, my favorite part of the cd or streaming oh, version of this album yes. i should have said yes
1: now, we've uh, actually discussed this just a little bit so uh, it's kind of a rewind for carrie and i first it, time for yes, you guys it is. right but this came out in 1989 kind of mm-hmm. early on the cd realm so in the cd issue and in the Apple Music issue, so it is not lost, so if you go to Apple Music and listen to this album, there's still this message. Just after track five, before track six, where, if you had a record or tape, you'd flip it. There's Tom Petty reading this message. Hello, CD listeners. Welcome to the point in the album where those listening on cassette or record would have to stand up or sit down and turn over the record or tape. In fairness to those listeners... Well now take a few seconds before we cho- begin side 2. Thank you. Here's side 2. And that's just I love it so much. That's just funny. And honestly, when I was listening to it, I I I was just laughing cuz I'm like I had heard this album before, but it's been so long. Mm-hmm. And um I was like, "Oh, I totally I totally forgot about that." That And that's funny
0: yeah i just find it hilarious it's also like the record like there's stuff going on in the background like you can hear mm-hmm. random things like i
1: yeah like a chicken but, um,
0: i was gonna say i think there's a chicken in there and it just seems to be like one of those things where someone like they're probably deciding the track listing or something or whatever it is and he's like I, it just feels very much like as a joke he's like well we'll just tell the cd listeners <laughs> that they need to take a break here yeah, and then like yeah and just record that like I could so see him recording that like them stopping the recording and everyone just like busting a gut because like that's ridiculous and very fun It also just kind of points to like yeah like the silliness of him and also like the I like the marker in time of oh CDs are new yeah (laughs) so I don't know yeah especially since people are like
1: CD what? Right. And I
0: nowadays
1: I can't remember if I mentioned this on the podcast, but I recently uh, n- not too long ago uh within the last year I got a PlayStation 5. Mm. And I put kind of installed it with in my basement array of TV and you know, stereo and cable box. And one day, I was like, "Oh, yeah. You know, pop a cd in and pop a mm-hmm. cd in and it says format not supported and i was like what? <sighs> so i go on the interwebs and yeah sony has taken cd support off of the ps5 it had it on the ps4 it had it on the ps3 in fact like i remember when i got a ps3 i uh, popped a bunch of like cd's in there and ripped them to the hard drive so you could just have yeah. Your CD music on, uh, you know, like a music server right there. Yeah. And now it doesn't even... It supports DVD and Blu-ray, but not... So it
0: reads discs, but not CDs.
1: Yeah. It reads discs as in Sony software and Blu-ray <laughs> right. and DVDs.
0: Well, let's go pick it Sony. Uh, Well,
1: the thing is... I still have a fair amount of CDs. Yeah. And now I don't have a way to play them on my main stereo.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And, Mm. uh,
1: you know, I'm not about to, I don't take CDs into the car. Uh, So, you know, it's like, uh, you know, Carrie, this is what it's like getting old.
0: I know. Well, I don't, but. <laughs> Most of my CDs are in my car, but I kind of hate it because they get like banged up and stuff. Just Do from like. You still have
1: one of those big, like, cloth eye case wallets?
0: I very recently got rid of mine. Like, very like shockingly recently uh when dj and i moved i was going through like you know the boxes where you just throw stuff Mm -hmm. by the end you know you start off you're like this is all kitchen and then by the end you're like this is random stuff i was going finally going through one of those boxes and it was the giant cd holder and i was like and i was like do i keep this and I, i was like why would you need it ever and i was like but there's burned cds in it
1: <laughs> did you throw the burned cds
0: i did because they were like they were the the ones that were in there were the ones that like i never listened to that like a friend would be like you need to listen to this you And know then, like if you know they were what, still though? in that case honestly, i haven't wanted them for 10 years
1: honestly this could have been so many episodes it really could have <laughs> Burn cds from college <clears throat> you know that could be a whole new subcategory of episodes it's very
0: true there was one from one of my friends from high school just labeled hot shit on it
1: <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> so you know there's that
1: yep well so
0: tom petty
1: <laughs> it feels like i need to get a bunch of tom petty songs on a playlist and text you it do. to you, and I'll la- I'll label it "Hot Tom Shit." <laughs> yeah, let's let's talk about this album a little.
0: It's good. Um, I was so I was listening to it again today a couple times, and um, I like like I obviously like the album, but um, I was trying to kind of pinpoint, mm-hmm. pinpoint it, and I, and I think I nail like there's like three areas that I really appreciate Tom Petty in. One, the dude, can, like he can come up with a melody. Like his yeah. songs, you know, they're good. They get stuck in your head, but not in an annoying way. They're like right. easy to follow along with, easy to listen to. Love that. I love a simple lyric. Mm-hmm. Um, and like they're simple lyrics, but not like in a lame way. But like this and some of it's just like, hey, this is what happened today. And I like that yeah like when done properly that's one of my favorite things
1: well yeah and it's like <clears throat> simple lyrics but they tell a bigger st- up a story you know and right. sometimes you have that friend like oh my god you have got to you've got to read the lyric sheet look at this and it's like holy shit this song has like 12 pages of lyrics i'm not gonna i'm not you know in a two and a half minute song i can't listen to all those words it's too much right because like part of the reason i listen to lyric uh, listen to music is to relax i don't yeah. want to ah, ah, do oh, i think i missed one i got it back, oh, back um but yeah because free fallen it, it, it's a simple simple sounding song that yes but it lays out words that it's like and, and here p- part of it is like so he's a California guy. And as someone who's from Minnesota, like, I don't exactly know what it means to living in Reseda, you know. Mm-hmm. But then he kind of like got a freeway going through your backyard. Okay, that's not good. So now I'm kind of picturing the, right. you know, the situation. And yep. so, you know, he's I think uh, I've, I've touched on this with other artists. He's got an economy to his language.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: With a couple words he can just say but he can put you in that spot because when he right. says got a freeway running through the yard i'm like oh i've seen those houses because i think every metropolitan house or every metropolitan area has that area or has that where they put the freeway in back in the what early 70s they just cut through the the poor neighborhoods and to put the freeways in and mm-hmm. you can see the, 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 the yards that are like hey look that house was nice and then mm-hmm. they cut the yard off and then it lost value and now it's run down and the, the grass is un uncut and for some reason I always picture like a, an old tire leaning up against a fence but that's just me but yeah
0: yeah well uh, even
1: <clears throat> but I get all straight. of that from he's got a freeway going through his backyard you know just I right. got that whole story of of urban blight with with one line.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and I um yeah, like I agree that, that he uses his language very Yeah. Um economically or something. Um and I I think of that too with the chorus, or at least getting into it. Um I was thinking about the uh I'm a bad boy because I don't even miss her. I'm a bad boy for breaking her heart. Yeah. And then it goes into, and I'm free, free fallen. And I just think how, like, he sets up that there's this girl and, like, you learn so much about her and she's so great. And then you learn that he broke her heart. Yeah. (laughs) And then the first thing is, I'm free. And you're like, oh, okay. And then, like, okay, so you're free from her. And then the free fallen part, I always feel like, is, like, kind of puts a damper on it like i'm free but like i also recognize the hurt that i did and i'm a little bit lost you know like and there's so much said there in like such simple language and terms oh yeah um
1: and it's funny because like i'm thinking of a situation where like literally i did the same thing (laughs) (laughs) hey this isn't working out i don't think i'm good for you and i don't think you're good for me and mm-hmm. uh we both need to move on and i and uh like and then i like watched her walk away after like oh. crying and going yeah. oh i'm an asshole <laughs> <laughs> and that's oh. like i was like and the funny th- there's very many funny things that we're not going to get into here but um <laughs> the f- uh the funny thing is like like I did I I didn't like even technically do anything wrong. It's like, you know, if if right. when, or something's not working out, you just like wanna end it. But it's like Yeah, no, we're done. And then I'm just like, oh God, just just go tell her you were wrong. <laughs> <laughs> right. And just, I didn't.
0: Just be in the not great relationship yeah. so that you're not foot you know. I'll so that tell everything's you at okay, This re- moment, it's Remind fine. Remind
1: me after we stop recording. I'll tell you the super okay, funny great. thing about this.
0: I'm excited. Um, I won't back went, down. Okay, let's. <laughs> we need a little more economy
1: of, of pace here.
0: We do. Uh, um, won't back. So down. yeah. So, t- so Tom Petty's lyrics, um, they're simple in that way that I would also li- like. I would say they're akin to Kurt Cobain and the way that he wrote, like. The very simple, very meaningful things. Also, I'm going to need everyone to look up uh, Jimmy Fallon's Tonight Show. Um, Uh. uh, First Drafts of Rock with Free Fallen because Kevin Bacon sings as Tom Petty and he does a very good impression. And it ends... Nope, I'm not going to give it away. Just look up First Drafts of Rock, Free Fallen. It's wonderful
1: see this is why i need to start watching late night again i after letterman left i was just kind of like Ugh, i don't know
0: i mean it's it's from a couple years ago and like i pretty much just catch up on youtube and look yeah. at the funny things but but the, it's a first of all i mean like kevin uh bacon does quite a few first drafts of rock and they're all pretty mm-hmm. great but this one gets stuck in my head well he's got we a should band talk about, too right kevin Bacon. yeah the bacon brothers i think
1: that's right yeah, the fabulous Bacon Brothers. Yeah. So. All right.
0: <laughs> anyway, <laughs> uh, I won't back down. <laughs> is the second track, um, which always rem- have you watched the show Veep, Barry? I I have. There's a character in it named Jonah Ryan, and uh, he is running for some sort of uh, office, <laughs> and he keeps trying to find song a campaign song but no one is letting him use their song yeah and uh he at in one scene his manager is like tom petty said no like we can't use tom petty songs and he's like and then at the end of like he gives a speech at the end and he just goes i'm jonah ryan and i won't back down (laughs) and i laugh very hard every time
1: (laughs) oh that's good
0: anyway uh And then, like, they can't play the song. It, it, Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And Don't... Won't Back Down is one of the hits that was... uh, Oh, come on. Where is it? Number
0: 12. Yes. Free Fallen
1: was number seven. Mm -hmm. Well, it's always hard to read this U.S. billboard. It was, like, Hot 100, or you just say, like, mainstream rock tracks...
0: I, yeah, he's got it, like
1: three number ones then. But yeah, I think not look at the Hot 100, right?
0: I think that's so. Cool music. Yeah. Yeah. Um and I won't back down is the one that uh we have George Harrison on.
1: Yep. And well that's the Pick one where it says Ringo's Those on.
0: vocals. Yeah?
1: Oh, drums, two Beatles um,
0: on one track? Yeah. Wow.
1: Well, it says drums in video, so maybe I don't know. Maybe he just showed up for the video shoot.
0: It was a th- it, they were in between drummers, and Tom turned to George and was like, "Can you just call up Ringo real fast?"
1: <laughs> Tom, what do you need? Oh, I'm free.
0: That was a beautiful impression. Oh, um, yeah, sure, sure, right. It was great. Um, I. I,
1: I mean, like I just imagine that Ringo is always free.
0: <laughs> He's always see. free uh, for his friend George.
1: I might be opening up just a, a a a shop that sells newspapers. Don't oh wait, newspapers aren't a thing anymore. Yeah, I'm free. <laughs>
0: I feel like what I imagine is that he's like drumming uh, at a show and then he like gets a phone call and it's like, I have to leave now.
1: <laughs> Thank you, Robin Ringo Starr. Good night. <laughs> it's
0: Tom Petty. I have to go be in a Tom Petty film.
1: <laughs> uh... <laughs> oh. <Yeah.
0: laughs>
1: then he comes back and says, Sorry. It's for three months from now. <laughs> We've got another one for you.
0: You can come back uh, and sit down.
1: Oh, Ringo. The <gasps> best beetle. He's great. Okay.
0: <laughs> Marge Simpson liked him the best. So, there's
1: that. <laughs> um, uh, does... Is Tom Petty pretty famous for playing Rickenbackers? I'm just all of a sudden seeing him, like, with nothing but a Rickenbacker guitar. Is that a thing? He or? is.
0: <clears throat> okay. Um. Well, I don't know if it's a thing. I think so, yeah. Um. I There's a documentary. Oh, shoot. I don't remember the t- name of it now.
1: Well, but it might content. be Echo
0: in the Canyon. I know. This whole episode has been great content, Barry. Yeah. <laughs> um, there's a there's some documentary I can't remember the name of it I think it's the last one that Tom Petty did but he um he's talking about Rick and ba- Bakker guitars but he says which I actually learned is it's pronounced Rick and Backer and so like whenever that guitar is mentioned in my head I just hear Tom Petty saying Rick, Rick and Backer <laughs> and so yeah well it's he funny and I were gonna For a go long- and like look at the uh well he was he wanted to play a twelve 12- a 12 string rickenbacker and,
1: mm-hmm. and
0: then like we were talking about going like like the factory and everything and i was like as long as i could say it's actually pronounced rickenbacker the entire time
1: <laughs> where's the factory
0: i don't even remember now.
1: it's in the united states right yeah yeah oh here now i'm seeing <laughs> some pictures with him and a telecaster i think that's what i for some reason i i i think of him with a telecaster Mm-hmm. And there's a Stratocaster and a Gibson, and I mean a lot of Rick and, God damn it now you've got me Rick and backer Rickenbackers
0: <laughs> I'd listen to Tom Petty if I were you. I wouldn't listen to me, but I'd listen to Tom Petty
1: from Beyond the Grave
0: yeah, actually it's pronounced Rickenbacker <laughs> <sighs> oh
1: we've we have lost we have lost it uh okay That's, this
0: podcast is very long and it has yeah, very little tom petty no shit.
1: <clears throat> carson's gonna cut this down to a tight 12
0: <laughs> yes you know what i realized we haven't done in a while what's that i don't know if you've noticed but it's fall and baby it's cold baby outside. it's cold outside. <laughs> paradise
1: nice. uh yeah
0: the good old days um so yeah uh this album it has some heavy hitters in it. it's got free Fallen, it's got i won't back down a face in the crowd um i thoroughly enjoy but i feel like it's mm-hmm. kind of like we don't hear about it as much
1: right. running
0: down a dream that guitar like gets stuck in my head constantly oh yeah in a good way um i also just want to give a shout out to um, The Apartment song. That is a fun um, one. It's a fun one. And it's like it also has. I love a song that has like a fun, happy, chipper melody that has right. dark lyrics. Yeah. And this kind of has that. Like, it's just like, I'm just lonely. <laughs> <You're> like, oh, <laughs> funny. But like, yeah, I love that song. Yeah. For that reason. Because it's, it's kind of fun. like.
1: Like a looking back to when he had a bad apartment but a lot of friends and now he's kind of like by himself in a nice place, yeah. right? Yeah. It's yeah. Like, I I got to imagine, you know, that's one of the downsides of fame because like, you know, you have somebody like Petty who, I mean, he seems like a very cool guy or was when he was alive. Mm-hmm. um, But, you know, you don't want to be taken advantage of by people who want to like use your friendship or something, you know, like even, even like people with lots of money, you know, they're like, Oh, well, I met this guy. He's a CEO. He's pretty cool. But then all of a sudden, Oh, he just wants me to show up for his wife's birthday party because he can get Tom Petty to show up for his wife's birthday party. Cause yeah, that's probably not very fun for Tom Petty, but yeah, I mean, I'm guessing you know, he and Jeff Lynn and uh, uh, who, who <laughs> to George Eric Harrison. Clapton, because
0: Eric Clapton is involved in everything. George Harrison,
1: yeah.
0: Roy did Orbison ha- before he died. Yeah,
1: did Clapton hang out with him? I didn't know.
0: I he wasn't one of the traveling wheelbarrows, but like Eric Clapton is involved in just everything. Yeah. Like every music documentary, Eric Clapton is in because he's like, I was just there. Like he's always. Right.
1: Yeah, and I you really can't like, remember anything Clapton's. from like 1972 to 1994. There was a yeah. gap. He doesn't remember anything, so. Yeah. From what I hear. Yeah.
0: But yeah, I like the, um, and I like, so the the chorus of the song is, I like the, um, oh yeah, I'm all right. I just feel a little lonely tonight. I'm okay most of the time. I just feel a little lonely tonight. And like, I just I don't know like I love that lyric because I feel like we've all kind of been there, or yeah. at least I have where you're like, i'm I'm fine, but like, a little lonely, you know, mm-hmm. And like, I like that it's not a big de- it's not making a big deal out of it. It's not a dramatization thing, but it's like no, I'm just I'm just a little lonely, and that's a, you know, i'm I'm mainly okay. And that's also cool to hear as an admission, like from a rock star. Right. To hear that, like, yeah, he's, like, walking around in an apartment being, like, well, I'm, I'm all right. I'm well, I mean, that's walking. the thing,
1: like, you know, you're Tom Petty, <laughs> and you're at home on a Saturday night for one reason or another.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And you're, like, called, like, the three people who maybe you could hang out with, and they're, you know, out of town and whatever. You, you're right. not going to, like, go out for Chinese, you know. Right. You'd get mobbed. Yeah. So he can't, like, just... You know, go out to a bar or go right, you know, see if yeah. whoever he runs into. Because he'll run into the world and they all want his autograph. Right. right. So yeah. Yeah. Fame has got its downsides. It Not does. that I know personally, but well.
0: It Very... feels like
1: we've come to a natural conclusion to this.
0: It does. This
1: uh, it, it, this is a great album. You need to you need to go listen to it. Go listen to all the petty goodness. And yeah. uh, just swim around in his his good mood mostly.
0: Yeah. Put it on when you're like cooking in the kitchen or oh, yeah. you're, you're driving or Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I mean for for the love of God, Free Fallen and I Won't Back Down are the first two songs. Yeah. Right. Once yeah. you settle into the album, you're just in the groove. You're gonna love right. it.
0: You're yeah, gonna love it. You you start off on that high, and like, and then you just keep finding more gems as you go along. <laughs> and you get to hear Tom Petty's voice tell you that he, if you that you're listening to a CD and you hi CD
1: just, listeners.
0: <laughs> you need to know that he is an equitable musician to his CD and cassette and vinyl listeners you
1: know just because of that i'm gonna go buy this album on vinyl because i know (laughs) i'm gonna listen to it just as quickly as if you listen to the apple version
0: right we have it on vinyl and that's not on there
1: like right like right
0: yeah (laughs) it's great (laughs) all right hopefully you guys got something out of this (laughs) And Carson found something to keep. Um, Listen to Tom Petty. Listen to the deep cuts, too. He's got good stuff. Don't just listen to the hits. Try out some other stuff.
1: Hey, and Carrie, I just want you to know, we can have arguments. If you hit somebody in the podcast, you're out.
0: Fine, Barry, but I will not back down.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm free falling.
0: For the Black Door Music argument, I have been Carrie.
1: And I've been Barry.
0: Thanks for spending your time with us.
1: If you like this episode, we are so sorry. But this has been the Black Door Music Argument,
0: where opinions are always welcome. But are probably wrong.
1: Including mine. We provide the best research Wikipedia offers. So tell all of your friends, and your mistress. Or your manstress. Or your other token female friends. But not your grandma. Unless your grandma's fucking cool. Make sure to rate and review us on iTunes. Look for us on Instagram. We're not on Instagram.
0: Follow us on Twitter. We don't tweet. Like us on Facebook. Okay, Boomer.
1: Talk about us on MySpace.
0: Or Friendster. Stop trying to out
1: MySpace me.
0: And always remember to clear your browser history.
1: But most of all,
0: especially important,
1: super crucial, the ultimate, baby, Baby, it's cold outside.